boom there it is ladies and gents Ooh, check that out we got spotify playing on the background because i'm not in my normal spot with my soundboard so we gotta improvise and make things a little bit different hey health is super important to me i mean you guys know running six miles a day today i get to talk to somebody who's handling their business and helping other people just like you get into the greatest physical shape of your life so let's get on with this show here we go shut up and sit down the business bros podcast was created for you Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, let's do this. James, even though he's not here, he's going to drop some heat. So hit it, James. All right, all you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder, as always, to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz, schedule your time, and don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we're so excited and honored to bring another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Today's guest is turning back the clock for folks who have been coaxed into believing that the pains they feel in their bodies are just old age. Ugh, no thank you. Look, there is nothing wrong with getting older. It's a blessing. But just because we're aging doesn't mean we have to live in constant pain. Our guest is changing the lives of active people like the business bro, Mr. Six Miles a Day, helping prevent the need for unnecessary medications, imaging, and surgery. For folks who have already been feeling it, our guest is helping to rehab from discomfort and injuries and helping you live a happy and healthy life. If you've already seen a chiropractor, physical therapist, or other doctors that didn't help, tune in to hear what makes our guest different and how he can get you back on your feet and doing the things you used to do years ago. Joining us today from Advanced Physical Therapy and Wellness out of Lompoc, California, welcome to the show, Owen Johnston! Solo showing on, we still get the intro from James. Dr. O, thank you very much for being on the program. What do you think so far? I mean, three minutes in. Yeah, sounds pretty great to me. Um, yeah, I, I'm from Lompoc, but I've been down here in San Diego for about five years now. So so I'm not based out of there. I'm over there at Rosecrans, Point Loma area. Yeah, a uh, little, little correct, correction from James. So, yeah, once he came to San Diego, I'm telling you, ladies and gents, you stop by here. You ain't going home. It's the most beautiful city in the world. Uh, a little mm -hmm. rainy today, but other than that, uh, Dr. O, I got to ask you, man, like I'm, I'm a little bit of a freak when it comes to my own physical health. I, I can't say I'm a freak when it comes to my diet. I eat okay 80% of the time. I'm doing pretty good, um, but I'm not 100% there. But when it comes to physical activity, like James said, dude, I run six miles a day. I do 240 push-ups, 200 sit-ups. Like that's my routine on a regular basis. I want to stay as physically fit as possible. But when I bring that up to somebody who's maybe just getting started, it's the end of the year. They're thinking about getting into shape at the beginning of the year. What I'm doing and what they want to do are so far apart. It's almost like I can never do that. 
I can never be at your level. I was trolling through your Instagram and I'm watching you balance on like posts and like do all kinds of amazing stuff. And I know looking at that, people are thinking that is not me. I can't do that. But there are so many things they can do. How can you get them to a point where they are super comfortable, even though the start isn't really that fun? Well, I suppose, I mean, it, it's definitely all about mindset. You know, it, it depends on where they want to go and then getting getting really intentional with what their goals are, what they want to achieve. I mean, if they want to run six miles like you or they just want to just go for a two mile hike, you know, it all starts somewhere and it all starts with kind of where they want to go. And then once they know where they want to go, then, I mean, they can fill out, they can fill in the dots on their own, or I mean, I can help guide them too. Particularly if they do get injured because they overdo it, you know, go straight to try, trying to run six miles like you. Like I'm sure there was a progression to it in the mindset, right? Or did you just oh, go straight? Absolutely, no, nah, man. I'm not that kind of a beast mode. It started off with you know a couple miles, maybe you know walking, sort of jogging, and then progressively trying to increase my pace. Uh, and then James invited me to do some eight mile, uh, the Balboa Park eight mile run. And so I decided to up my game a little bit. He, he said, throw in a couple six mile runs. And I was like, oh, you want me to run six miles a day? So I started training at six miles a day for a while and it became my standard. So yeah, it was progression. It didn't start off that way. Was there, was there any kind of uh, like mindset shift? Like, like kind of what, what, what made you, what, why is it important to you to, to be physically fit? <laughs> the truth i want to look yeah. in the mirror and be happy when i like get out of the shower like you know what i mean like to be 100 honest that's really what it comes down to i wanted to feel comfortable in my own skin i wanted to like uh, another one like if i go to the vegas and i walk around a pool I, I would like to walk around the pool comfortably and not have to worry about that sort of thing uh maybe it sounds a little vain but that's really really my motivation every time i start to get tired or i feel that burn coming. Like in my mind, the thing that kicks on is this is where the change happens, right? Like everything prior to that is cool. But once I get that part where, it, you know, you're running and it's getting a little bit harder to breathe or you're, you're working on sets and it's getting a little bit harder to burn, in my mind, that is where that six pack comes in. That is where the distance comes in. That is where your strength, start, that's where all the definition starts to come in. That's where the real workout happens, I guess. And I don't know, is that, is, is that crazy to think that way? But I, I don't know. I was listening to Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was talking about getting to that point. Don't start counting until you feel the burn. So that's kind of where I got it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, I was actually listening to him yesterday and he was just talking about that. He's like, he's like, you have to find your why, you know, in his awesome, you know, accent. He's like, you have to find your why. And then what, it doesn't really matter what it is, whether or not it's want to, you want to be able to show off to girls or whether or not you, know, you want to be the greatest bodybuilder of all time. You want to be an actor or you want to balance on their hands and their head like me. You know, <laughs> it doesn't matter what your why is, but you got to start somewhere. Once you know that why, then you can kind of take the steps and then you start to you realize kind of how, how the journey and the path is actually you know, where it's at, like you were talking about. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, a lot of people get into health and, and, and different areas. Why open up a practice? Like why, what, what's the idea behind that? What's the concept behind it? And who are you going after? Um, well, who after, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I mean, are you talking about like the people that I want to serve and people I want to yes, help? Yes. Or? Okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, 
so I've been a physical therapist for almost seven years. I worked in an outpatient clinic for almost two years. And that's where I thought I wanted to go as, as soon as I got out of, out of college. I was like, I'm going to work with people all day long and I'm going to heal people. I'm going to help people get better, achieve their goals. And it's going to be awesome. But unfortunately, really what happened was I went into a practice and I saw 20 to 30 patients a day. I'd only get to spend like 10 to 15 minutes with each one and checking in with them. And I ran around like a chicken with my head cut off. Um, and then so I got into, and, and that's what I love doing. I love outpatient. I love manual therapy. I love, put, you know, putting my hands on people and working on them and doing things that they can't do on their own. They need some sort of assistance to tape a joint a certain way or to um, mobilize or manipulate certain body parts, um, depending on where your scope of practice is and whatnot. Um, and I wasn't able to get that time with the patients. And being decent outcomes, but the, the poor outcomes are what, what keeps me up at night. Uh, the the patients that I could not get better. And I feel like I needed more time with them. So that actually put me into a situation where I got into home health for about four or five years where I was more comfortable. I was seeing two to five patients a day, but I was working with, you know, more lower level stuff. So I had to find some sort of gratification in that, which I did, but I mean, I still wasn't treating the population that I wanted to work with, which was active people that were trying to avoid unnecessary imaging surgery and medication like kind of geriatrics which like i said love working with them but they were, were working on more basic stuff like using adaptive equipment for gait training um bed mobility car transfers stuff like that educating caregivers and making the the, the correct like medical calls on how who to bring in social calls for social workers and whatnot um and none of that was me and i i, I found a way so that i could have my dream have my dream, have my path, working with the people that I was passionate about working with, um, active, driven people, leaders, business owners like yourself um, that, 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 that want to be unlimited, want to be able to run six miles a day, want to be able to feel comfortable with their bodies at the pool, want to, want to achieve all their goals. And the way that I'm able to do it now is I'm one-on-one I'm -on -one with the patient. I only see one patient every 45 minutes to an hour. That's it. No more of this. Four patients at a time. They're being juggled around um, on a conveyor belt oven that goes like uh, PT assistant, PTA. You get some heat, get some electric stimulation, and then maybe you get to see me. And then out the door, it is you walk in the door, you see me. I work with you one-on-one. -on -one. I progress your treatment plan. I give you some homework. And you get to crush your goals, feel better and no need for any imaging surgery or medication. So we're talking we're talking one on one. We're talking mm -hmm. how often on these one on one meetings. It really depends on the patient, what they have going on, how many body parts and how acute the injuries are. Um, I would say if the injury is really acute just uh just kind of a ballpark cuz cuz really I got to get someone in for a total body diagnostic or an initial evaluation depending on what they want to do. If they just want to be told what my recommendations are. They do total body diagnostics. They want an evaluation. They also get a treatment session in there too, so they can really feel what I have to offer. They get an exercise prescription uh, with videos directed toward, toward their unique needs, and then they can enter in. Both of them have the option to enter in a, a program um, that will get them to their goals. But I would say if it's just like, I would say on average, probably about eight visits. Like if it's a really acute injury and there's Normally one body part, but then there is, you know, an underlying condition that you don't even notice for a couple of visits. It's usually what happens. So the first phase is usually like see them twice a week for the first week or two, depending on how acute it is, kind of get them out of pain 
And then we start to notice where the root cause of the problem. Like if it's their knee, usually we'll start finding things in their hip, their back, as the acuity of the injury goes away. They start to notice, we start to notice other things. So then we start attacking that like once a week for the next couple of weeks and then progress their home exercise program so that they can get back to doing what they're doing without any risk of coming back to me. Now, one more thing, if it's just like a single body part and they're just kind of acute and they want to do a little bit work, more work on their own. Um, I also have a program too that I call the jumpstart program where I can see them maybe just once a week for about five weeks or a month. and they'll be doing a little bit extra homework on their own time and then they'll get they'll still get the tools that they need to to not have to come back and see me for the same thing but if they do totally fine always the door is always open because I, I love working for patients and i love not having to be told what to do by insurance companies or corporations or anybody that tries to tell tell me how to treat my patients or give me some sort of secondary gain of you know, income or time or, or whatever sort of benefits. It's like, I get to work with patient, get them better, get them back to doing what they want to do. And if I see them again, hopefully it's at the grocery store or hope it's out in the community running six miles, crushing their goals and, you know, taking their shirts off, showing them six pack abs. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm going to see you at the pool. That's what's going to happen. All right. Go. So when they work with you, when somebody comes to work with you, it's because they've suffered some sort of injury. They were already an active individual. Um, and so you're helping them go through any physical training that they need to to get back on their feet. Um, is it ever anybody who wants to start getting into specific regimens and wants to avoid an injury? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I love people that that are kind of that motivated and driven to kind of try and get into something, you know, you know, first, like you're talking about, um, without the risk. Um, yeah, absolutely. And in that case, I would, I would love to see them for like, kind of like, uh, like it's just an evaluation just so we can just find out kind of their postural insufficiencies, kind of do like a basic movement screening. Um, so I can see, you know, if they have any muscle imbalances, whether or not they got certain tight muscles in one region, um, or slack loose muscles um, in the other region that could predispose them to possible injuries um, in whatever they're, they're looking to get into. So yeah, absolutely. Just most of the time, that's not what happens. Most of the time, I just people come in the door because they're already hurting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I usually see a doctor when it hurts, right? I mean, we should be seeing, we should be seeing people in a preventative way. I mean, that's the whole idea of preventative medicine anyways. The whole reason why you're supposed to go get a physical and your blood work and all these different things to prevent stuff. Uh, same reason why you should have a conversation with a physical therapist before you get into something, especially if you haven't done any sort of physical, physical activity for a while um, and you're about to get into it, it's always good to talk to somebody just to kind of get an idea. Cause you know, you, you, think you have an idea until you start picking up weights that you've never picked up in a long time, moving in ways that you've never moved in quite some time. You could cause some strain, could cause some injury. Uh, Dr. O, in this, in, in this era that we're living in, I mean, we're, we're, we're so infused today with vaccine this and medication that and booster this and all kinds of stuff like that. Your practice seems to me a little bit more holistic, not to say that some of those medications are bad and different, whatever, but what you're trying to do here is you're trying to say, look, before you go that route, there are certain things that you can do to have your body heal yourself. Uh, what are some of those practices that anybody can do on a regular basis that can keep them in a position where they're less likely to get sick or hurt? Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's just starting with the basics. I mean, you don't even necessarily need to start exercising for like overall wellness. Like you're talking about like the holistic approach sort of thing. And, and one thing, one big thing is sleep. So, I mean, just even just starting with sleep, like my fiance, Jen, she's actually doctor of physical therapy as well. Co-founder of advanced physical therapy and wellness. Um, she, she starts out, she used to do one-on-one coaching with, with, for wellness clients. And I mean, I agree too. The biggest thing is first starting, don't have to exercise, don't have to change your diet, sleep. She got, she got her clients just getting on a kind of sleep hygiene, you know, trying to get between like six and eight hours a night, going to bed at the same time, trying to wake up at the same time every single day. And automatically they were dropping between five to 10 pounds within the first week or two. And then she started getting into a little bit of the diet and then a little bit into the exercise, but it was, it was very progressive for sure. So, so there's lots of things you can do. I mean, just, just back to the basics, sleep. Dude. Okay. So here's a contradiction, right? Because, you know, I, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and depending on which entrepreneur you talk to, um, everybody's about the grind, right? Get out there and work, 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 work. You have your W2 job, fine. Then on the side, you need to be building your side hustle so you can, you know, get yourself out of that gig. And, you know, you should be going nine to five, take a break and then work, you know, six to midnight. A lot of talk about hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. Um, and, I agree with you. Sleep is so vitally important. And and I put in a lot of hours in my day, but I make sure that I have a bedtime. Like I get up at 420 every morning and people are always like, how do you do that? How do you do that? Well, it starts off by going to bed. Like my alarm, my phone says it's 745. It goes off. It says it's nighttime. Like the nighttime setting kicks in and I start to do whatever it is that my nighttime routine is. And I want to be in bed somewhere around between 830 and nine o'clock at night so that I get my seven hours of sleep. Because running six hours a day can be draining, but there's uh, some sort of weird power that I get when I go to sleep at the same time, wake up at the same time. It's almost like I can take on my day, include that heavy exercise and whatever goes on throughout my day and somehow still have the energy because of that, that consistent amount of sleep. It's not eight hours. It's not 10 hours but it's not four and it's not five. It's about seven every single day. Why is sleep and consistently having the going to sleep at the same time, waking up at the same time, so important to the body. So, I mean, to bring it back to, to, to the man, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, I was listening to him, like I said, yesterday, I think a little bit today sleep too. Faster. But, yep. You got it. He was like, he was like, he was like 24 hours in a day. He's like, he's an 18 hour work day. Get about six hours of sleep. I know you said I need seven or eight hours, but uh, sleep faster. Um, <laughs> me personally, I get between six and eight. Um, sometimes um, I'm like, I wake up pretty early, usually between 3.30 and 6 a.m. Um, I go to bed between 8, 8, 8, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. I try to be in bed before nine for sure, but I'm also kind of reading a little bit of book, uh, reading a book before I go to sleep, use some motivational stuff. Um, but so, so, so the grind, the grind, the grind, uh, kind of the misconception with that, it's like, yeah, you can grind and grind and grind and, but is it efficient? Um, it, are you doing the essential tasks or are you being distracted and nodding off and daydreaming and possibly burning the candle at both ends and predisposing yourself to a heart attack by, you know, drinking all the five hour energies that you possibly can muster oh. to make it through the day? Um, so 
so yeah, I noticed for me personally, it sounds like for you too as well, and a lot of other people, if you have that consistent sleep time and that schedule, you're more efficient, you stay on task, you're less likely to be distracted. Uh, so you can optimize the essential tasks and crush your goals rather than kind of being in a in a wishy-washy kind of um, kind of scatterbrained kind of world sort of a thing and not not get any of your goals or your tasks done. Dude having having set sleep is important um making sure that i have the energy throughout the day is important the other thing is uh and you just took a chug i drink water all the time i don't drink coffee uh, i don't drink tea i drink water like 95 percent of my day is water 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 and something that i tell people and i'm not a doctor so i'm gonna, I'm gonna refer it to you but something i tell people all the time when they're trying to make the change uh is you know diet can be tough but if you can change one thing, if you can drink water instead of soda, instead of any other sugar-filled thing, it's going to make a huge difference in your life. And if you have to be bad, if you're going to consume the sugar in some way, I always tell them, eat it, don't drink it. Because I feel like you can drink the crap out of some sugar like really, really quick. Uh, and having that water on a regular basis, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? If I had that piece of cake, fine. Drinking all that water is going to wash the stuff down. I also have this idea in my mind that, you know, that three o'clock feeling in the afternoon where you feel tired and exhausted, it's usually not tired and exhaustion. It's dehydration, lack of water. How does water play a, a key component in our well-being? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, our bodies are made up of, I'm, I'm not quite sure the statistic, but I mean, it's a very high percentage of water, like say like 80, 90% or something like that. Um, we did learn in physiology kind of about the different compartments and all this stuff. And I'll spare you guys all the details of like interstitial fluid, extracellular fluid and, and all that nonsense. But there is, I mean, our bodies are composed of mostly water. And then there's, you know, all the, the atoms and stuff were basically kind of this, uh, this biochemical science experiment that's going on constantly all these chemical reactions and whatnot but if you're dehydrated or you don't have enough electrolytes in your system your nervous system cannot fire correctly um so it's it's definitely very important me personally i, I sip on water throughout the day just little bits at a time um it also kind of depends on what kind of diet that you're on. Like if you're on a kind of high carb, low fat diet sort of a thing, you're not going to need quite as much water um, because the carbohydrates and the glycogen are going to be storing excess water. Um, whereas if you're on kind of like a ketogenic diet um, where you're doing like a high fat, low carb sort of thing, you don't have as much of the glycogen, the carbohydrates to store more water. So you need more salt. Um, you need so you need more electrolytes and you need more water, particularly with that diet throughout the day. Um, but it's super important for things to function for your muscles to fire optimally um to stay on task all that stuff so that's that's another basic thing that i was thinking about covering but you you beat me to it <laughs> perfect man i mean i'm telling you the physical part is I'm, I'm just giving you all the objections that i get when i talk to people about health right when they ask me questions and here's the other one and i feel it right now in my bicep so i added uh curls recently to my routine right because none of everything's been without weights uh running push-ups sit-ups all that stuff so i got some some dumbbells and i added curls i was like okay i'm gonna work on these biceps and i gave myself uh like flexibility i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna hit them on saturday and sunday i'm gonna let my arms rest during the week and then I'll do it again and gradually add in a couple more days. And the reason why I do that is because literally like I am sore right now. Like I have it, it sore to open up my arm all the way. Uh, and that, that sore feeling 
for me, it's like I, I, it's a victory, right? This is exactly what I wanted to do. Break down the muscles, let them rebuild. And, and, you know, that's, that's, that's what it's for. But when somebody's first getting started, I try to ask them to, to embrace the suck, to realize that what you're about to do for the next two to three weeks is going to suck. Your body is going to be in physical pain when you're sore trying to recover. So in order to avoid some of that or to work through some of that, what are some things people can do so that they're A, not overdoing it, especially that at the very beginning, but B, still be doing something so that they're in the habit of moving even though they're going through that soreness that their body's going to feel. Okay. Yeah. So for sure. So not overdoing it in the beginning. So they're not injuring themselves and just kind of getting that soreness. That soreness is called delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS. And it's usually, it's a combination of a bunch of kind of micro tears in the tissues and little basically micro traumas and stuff like that. hope we didn't lose you well ladies and gents i don't know we might have lost dr o or maybe i got lost but i think my internet's still good um i got a signal okay sorry about that there we go. i think no worries might have lost the signal okay all right so go for it go for it going? so I, I we asked about getting sore sorry Yep. Yep. So delayed onset muscle soreness. So, so that's the good kind of sore. Um, what's not the good kind of sore is like a deep aching pain, like in your joints or kind of where the tendons or ligaments are. Um, and that usually means you overtrained, you overdid it, you did too much, and it's probably going to hurt for a little while longer. Um, so, so just starting out slow, just like you said, um, really like if you wanted to start out with just, just some bicep curls, like you were talking about, you can start out with just like two to three sets of coming close to that technical form breakdown just like two to three sets of between 10 and 20 you want to go like lighter weights in the beginning before you start you know going for like power lifting and all that stuff you'll want to feel that that soreness for about usually between one and three days and then if it's over three days eh, it's not too big of a deal but usually it's between one and three days you overdo it that that soreness can actually last for up to close to a month Ooh. um yeah. So yeah, starting out slow, like you said, like one to two days a week, and then kind of progressing, progressing a little bit more and a little bit more as your body starts to adapt and that that delayed onset muscle soreness starts going away. Like within the first second, usually the second week, you can add another set of like if you're doing just bicep curls, then you can add maybe a few sets of hammer curls. So you're working a little bit of a different range of motion, different musculature, and then you kind of keep progressing up there until you reach some sort of peak within like four to six weeks. And then you kind of do a deload phase for about a week where you do kind of cut your exercise exercise routine in half so your body can have some time to recoup recover and then start a new exercise program you can kind of raise up and then kind of drop off a little bit all right last uh last question here uh supplements um so the funniest one was ashwagandha so ashwagandha came to my attention uh mainly because um well on tiktok I saw a lot of people talking about, ooh, you should take this to uh, grow your cucumber, let's just say, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, as I did my own little research on it, uh, I saw that it's really good for lowering stress and helping with um, like 
soreness, exactly what we're talking about, like re, 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 uh, rejuvenating your muscles after after workouts. Um, and so I, I was thinking about checking it out. I started trying it for a little while. Do I see a difference? Eh, I mean, I'm still sore. It's still coming around. It's still, you know, it's still recovering. But and I've never been one big on supplements at all. Is there anything that people should like look into maybe if they want to grow muscle versus maybe they want to recover faster, anything they should be doing beforehand and maybe afterwards consuming wise to help them out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if, if you're going to take supplementation, just remember that supplementation is just for replenishing things that you may not be getting in your diet. So if you're eating tons of protein, you don't necessarily need to, unless you're a competitive bodybuilder that may be enhanced, you may not need to necessarily take like essential amino acids or extra protein shakes if you're getting it already in a dietary source. Now, um, with that said, there's been some studies based on kind of like the agriculture and the foods that we have currently as far as like produce and whatnot. And I think it was something like, I don't know the exact details, but like an apple in like 19, the 1920s compared to an apple now, you would have to have like 60 to 70 apples to equal that one apple of nutrition. So if you're going to take supplementation, like uh, kind of, you know, the basics that they, that they talk about, multivitamins, um, the omega-3s and all that stuff. Personally, uh, I take doTERRA Lifelong Vitality. Uh, I'm very, I'm very, very, I trust doTERRA hands down with everything because I've seen where they're sourced. They come from all small farmers throughout the world where the herbs grow the best and been on some of the trips with my fiance and they help people too. So that's one of their main missions. The, the, the difficulties with the supplementation industry is that I believe it's like they did a bunch of uh, studies and, and they showed that. 80 to 90% of them don't actually have what they claim to have in them or the ratios, or they've been adulterated, meaning they got extra junk in there, or they've been extracted with some sort of chemical processes that are kind of slightly toxic to the human body. So definitely, if you're going to take supplementation, know what you want to be taking it for, maybe from some sort of nutritionist coaching or doing your research on the internet, but then really research where it is sourced. Otherwise, you may be taking something that in, in too high of doses and that could be making you worse over time too. All right. Well, uh, you've shared a lot of good information with us today and I want to make sure people are able to connect with you, especially here in San Diego. Um, so if people want to reach out to you, find out more, maybe they're going through their own stuff or have a, want to have a conversation. How can they do that? Yeah. So they can find me uh, on Instagram for sure. There it is uh, at advanced PT wellness, as well as advancedptwellness.com. Um, they can also get a hold of me through my email, which is either Dr. OJ DPT at gmail.com, or there is O Johnston at advancedptwellness.com. Either one will do. Um, but yeah, if they want to learn more, check out the site. Check out the Instagram. They can see me doing all sorts of hand balancing skills and stuff like that because that's what I love doing. Started out with just push-ups, sit-ups, and pull-ups just like you and just kind of just kept going, following following, uh, following the dreams, setting more goals, and just 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 going further. So, so yeah, Instagram, website, or they can always just call or text me too. Uh, my cell phone number personally is 559-909-4730. Um, that's how I love connecting with people the most is talking. Word of mouth for sure. So, but there's other avenues where it depends on wherever you're comfortable. Hey man, it's old school, dude. That's how we roll. A little conversation goes a long way these days, my friend. All right, Dr. O, thank you very much for coming on the program. Uh, ladies and gents, look, your health, 
is your wealth. There's only one thing a sick person ever wants, and that's to be healthy. And you have that opportunity right in front of you. I know we live in a world of mandated vaccines here and do this over here. And I don't care what choice you make. Bottom line is you only get one body, the one that you have right now. So you got to take care of it as best you possibly can. And it requires putting it through some stress, making your lungs work a little more, making your arms and legs move a little more. What you put in your body is all important because I don't know about you guys, but I want to be here for quite some time. So if you guys ever need any help, you want to take a look at what uh, what Dr. O is doing, make sure you guys go to advancedptwellness.com, advancedptwellness.com, or follow him on Instagram, at advancedptwellness. All right, Dr. O, I got one more question for you. We're big on creating content on our show. Uh, I believe that getting in front of more people and telling them what it is you do is the key to any business's success. So what was your experience like on the Business Bros podcast today? Well, first of all, it was a great experience. I really like your energy, and I, I tend to match people's energies too. So if it's a kind of a lower level energy, then I'm a little bit kind of slower, kind of quieter, stuff like that. But I love how just excited and pumped up, you know, pumped up you are, you know, connecting on all sorts of levels, whether it was, you know, activities, fitness, uh, you know, the I want to say the God Himself, but you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> the man, um, you know, and. Yeah, just getting pumped up about business because, like I said, actually my favorite clientele are business owners. Like business owners are awesome, but like I said, not limited business owners, just driven people and or leaders that 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 want to be a hundred percent present with their families, with their teams, and with the communities they serve. So, so yeah, man, uh, I'm all about businesses, business owners, and um, and just progressing people back to getting whatever, achieving whatever goals they want to. Boom. There it is, ladies and gents. Get that energy. It's out there. It's waiting for you. It's living inside you. You just got to be able to release it, let it out. All right, ladies and gents, we'll see you guys again a little bit later. Ooh, I missed a bunch of uh, comments here. Thank you, Angel, for checking it out. Yes, you needed this. Uh, so we'll make sure we'll, we'll connect you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys again next time. Dr. O, appreciate you. I got to stop by and check out your office, dude. You're right here in Rosecrans. You're in my neck of the woods. Uh, so I got to make sure I at least meet you in person, shake the hand. Uh, maybe meet you at one of Rob Garcia's events. So we'll mm -hmm. see what happens there. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents. If you're in San Diego, let me know. Shoot me a DM at Business Bros Pod if you guys need help with any of your content creation uh, stuff, paid ads, that sort of stuff, getting in front of more people, telling them what it is you do. You know, it's kind of the necessary aspect of your business. It's the only way you're going to grow. Get in front of more people and tell them what it is you do. Get physically fit. We'll see you guys again a little while later. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.